Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. You've got me, Hushmo, driving this show this evening, as always. Welcome. Facebook friends, how y'all doing? Y'all get my, get my message this evening? I, we've been having a hard time getting that thing started here uh, the last couple of shows, but uh, hopefully we uh, alerted you guys. What's up? Yeah, it's December, December 13th, y'all. 2014. It's getting Christmassy time, y'all. I I don't know. I still haven't got that real Christmas spirit yet. <laughs> I, I normally will get it, though, even at my age. I'm damn near 70 years old, y'all. I, I, I ain't looking for no Santa Claus now. Oh, no. We, 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 we ain't looking for no Santa Claus now. But uh, if y'all got something uh, you want to leave under the Hushmo's Christmas tree, you can. Now, we, we ain't turning down nothing. Hushmo ain't turning down nothing. I'm telling you that right now. We, uh, we got a few things that uh, a few gifts to pick up. We we ain't got too many though. We but we we gonna pick up a few gifts. Normally the hushmo don't shop though until Christmas Eve, y'all. We don't do no shops until Christmas Eve. I tell you that right now. Uh uh-uh. So if y'all <laughs> don't, if you're looking for something early, that ain't gonna happen. We we don't do no shopping. We don't do no shopping, y'all, until Christmas Eve. What's going on, y'all? You know what we do out here on the High School Black Forum. We advocate advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody. We love everybody. We'll let you know that. But by extension, we find ourselves advocating for that community. And Lord knows we need all the advocacy we can get, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we still marching in the street, y'all. We, you think if you if you look around the country tonight today, you think it was a a, a 1960, y'all. Uh, we out there marching in the street trying to get some justice. Still in 2014, shouldn't be that way, but that's the way it is, y'all. Uh, we out here marching in the street. Hey, tune in to CNN, y'all. Check it out. We got hundreds of thousands of people out there in the street, y'all, trying to get some uh, justice. They're killing us. Our young folks like uh like it was back in the uh, nineteen twenty, you know. The government is. And for what we can see, the community, uh case you know uh, uh nobody being uh, brought to justice for. So we out in the street. We out in the street marching like it's the nineteen sixties, you Like it's the 1960s. Hey, and we got to do it. And we got to do it, y'all. This stuff don't make no sense. What's going on here? It makes no sense at all. Hey, you know, our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Vlog Talk, y'all. And we don't, we don't like to get loud. We really don't. We like to try to keep everything on a even kill. Times dictate that we uh, sometimes crank the volume up. This is one of those times, y'all. We we got to uh, scream and holler, shout, kick, do everything we can to uh, to get our message out there, letting people know that's what's going on is. Uh, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable, y'all. They say so. a threat to justice anywhere or injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And that's what's going on now, y'all. We, 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 they are killing our young folks like it's the 20s and then incarcerating them at a, even a higher rate. Our jails is just filling over. They can't they can't 
they don't have room to put no more uh, uh, people in there, y'all. They have to wait. They have to wait in line to get a mattress to sleep on. Uh, the prisons are so full. With our young people, by the way, we've got to put a stop to that. Oh, we got some work to do internally in the community itself, but we got to work on that internally, no doubt. We've got far too uh, much black-on-black crime and all that stuff. We got to work on that. Got to educate our kids a lot better. We got to do a much better job of uh, starting uh, our own businesses and hiring our own people. Still got to do a lot. We don't made some great, great strides in that area over the last 50 years. We got to do a much, much uh, better job. We got to step that thing up, y'all. Everybody got to pick their cross up and uh, do their part in that. Whatever it is you can do, do it. The Hushman's out here talking about it. We, <laughs> we try, we, uh, we talking about it, y'all. We got to carry the message. That's going to be our cross to bear. And we're going to bear it, y'all, because we're going to talk about this thing until we uh, check out of this place. And that almost 70 years old, no doubt, this game of life. We're, we, the husband was in the last quarter, <laughs> so we ain't got much time. But uh, the little time that we got left, we're going to be uh, uh, advocating for uh, justice on behalf of, uh, like I said, America's happiness and not out of this love for anybody. We love everybody. We just... Uh, by extension, in need, uh, find ourselves advocating uh, for that community. Uh, we uh, got a great show coming up for you this evening. It's uh, like December 13, 2014, again. It's about uh, seven, seven minutes after seven, yeah. Uh, beautiful weekend in ATL. We uh, come to you live and live in color from Atlanta, Georgia, y'all. It's our home, home station. This is our home. We was born here in Georgia. Uh, in 1945, uh, without, uh, uh, I like to say, uh, in Henry County, Georgia, y'all, right in the middle of a cotton field. Uh, yeah, that's where we come from. In 1945, uh, in the middle of a cotton field, y'all, without uh, 14th Amendment protections, by the way. We, we came in this world under separate equal laws here in Georgia and throughout the South yet and uh, throughout the country. And as a matter of fact, with classic codified and all of the uh, separate equal Jim Crow laws in the country, we uh, we didn't have any uh, uh, protections at all. Uh, what it amounted to, we was injured. We was injured by the other separate equal laws economically, uh, uh Socially, uh, just about any kind of way you can think of, uh, we was pretty much uh, taken out of uh, uh, the largest society. After that 1896 uh, Plessy uh, uh case, we were separated out of society. Yeah. We... Uh, still real against that. We still suffer the effects from that with the economic inequality. That's what that thing is about, y'all. So, uh, to a large extent, has a lot to do with uh, that separate equal stuff that went on here in the country some hundred years after the Civil War was over, y'all. Brown overturned all that stuff in 1954. We, America's Athens, uh, didn't uh, uh, petition the court back then for financial reparations. We should have. There was a lot of reasons uh, why we didn't at that time. I contend today it's not too late. It's, it's not. It's never too late to petition that court for uh, the petition of the Justice Department for uh, uh, on our behalf to petition the court for uh, financial reparations. Those Americans African descent born prior to 1954 was directly injured by those laws by those separate equal laws that Brown said was inherently unequal and people was injured by I contend that it's not too late for uh, petitioning uh, this government, the federal government, the state governments that had those laws in place for financial reparations. Uh, that's the only way we're going to close the gap of this uh, economic inequality that's going on. 
That's the only way. We can't hate that we don't work hard. We some of the hardest working people in the world. America's African said they tell we worked three hundred years in this country for nothing. Come on, y'all. Don't let nobody tell you uh, that we are somehow lazy and uh, this or that. No, we worked 300 years in this country for nothing. And got very little in return. I was just looking at uh, what's going on in West Africa today. Liberia. Liberia, y'all. And, and, and go to Wikipedia. They're talking about it somehow. America created that state while Africans was inhabiting it. What kind of shit? Excuse me, y'all. Y'all got anybody? Hey, Peter Gary, you got you got the husband to lay on? Liberia, y'all, created in 1820. Uh, you know, uh, the slave trade, the West African slave trade stopped coming. Uh, uh, we did away with it. The United States did away with it in 1808. So after that, uh, uh a lot of the, the the slave trade continued to the Caribbean and other parts of uh, the Americas, by the way. But Britain, uh, uh, Great Britain, I think, did away with it around 1807. We did away with it. The West African slave trade. There was still slaves in this country. We still had slavery up until the Civil War. Uh, but uh, the slave trade, supposedly, and then they were still smuggling slaves into the country, y'all. It didn't stop altogether in 1808. No, they still was bringing slaves into this country, but kind of a, like a black market type thing. But in 1820, uh, a lot of uh, free Americans uh, 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 of African descent, uh, not a lot of them, but quite a few of them, uh, some of them, uh, went back to Africa, went back to uh, Liberia, this newly uh, formed country. And uh, between the United States and Great Britain, they uh, uh, a lot of the uh, slaves that was uh, 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 apprehended uh, en route to uh, the Americas and other parts uh, was taken to Liberia. Uh, you know, just a whole conglomerate uh, mismatch of uh, uh, Africans, uh, slave or Africans uh, from different parts of Africa on their way in to be sold into slavery uh, wound up in uh, Liberia. Kind of a repatriation uh, type thing, if you, if you will. Only uh, that demonstration uh, didn't work so well. Y'all, Liberia today is in a mess. It's right in the heart of that Ebola uh, epidemic. They just came out of a awful civil war. Uh, that experiment didn't work. Uh, that, as far as I can tell, not. I'm not a, an authority on it. I am. I'll be taking some personal get back in school, y'all. By the way, we're going to be uh, concentrating on the African studies. And uh, we're going to take a hard, hard look at uh, 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 West Africa and uh, what transpired there uh, during uh, the last 300 years or so when we get in school. That's going to be one of our major uh, undertakings. Uh, but that Liberia thing was... Uh, at best, uh, at best, uh, uh, I don't even know what it was. At best, surely, I, I just from you know from uh, afar, I can't see anything uh, uh, good that came out of it, other than the fact that they aborted uh, uh, some uh, of the uh, uh, inhumane. Uh, uh, um, they avoided the inhumane uh, uh, chattel slavery here in this uh, country and other other uh, countries, but uh, that experiment just didn't work. As far as I can see, that, that thing turned out to be a mess. Uh, I don't know what went wrong. That's one of the things that I'm going to be taking a hard look at, what exactly went wrong with all those uh ex-Africans got repatriated uh, to this newly formed country. It's talking about the United States forming. I don't, I don't know how how they formed a country in another another uh, uh, on another continent. I, I don't know. I still uh, have some problems figuring out how they did that, but that's another story, y'all. We're going to be taking a, a close look at it, but right now uh, they read in the heart of uh, this Ebola thing, and you know, the government's on the verge of collapsing. The whole economy over there is on the verge of collapse. 
uh, Liberia. Sierra Leone is one of its neighbors, uh, uh, along with Guinea. Uh, Sierra Leone, that Ebola is so bad, they uh, uh, got a little bleep across the news wire. Are they canceling Christmas? Can you imagine that? They are canceling Christmas. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I, if you, <laughs> I, I, you know, see, so I, I'm boning up on uh, uh, the religious practices of uh, some of those countries over there. Uh, my my DNA, by the way, come from uh, Nigeria, from the Yoruba, 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 Yoruba. I'm still trying to ask. I, I've been pronouncing it Yoruba, but uh, one of my uh, uh, peers informed me that it was Jaraba, Jaraba folks over there in Nigeria. Uh, that's where my DNA come from, and I'll be looking at all of that when I, I start uh, my research into uh, uh, that area. Uh, but I don't know uh, what they practice over there, what kind of religion. I know the Yoruba, Yoruba, Yoruba. Uh, worship uh, uh, a god, Oladumar, was uh, the name of the god that the, the Yoruba people uh, uh, worshipped. A single god, one god they worshipped. Uh, come to find out, just looking at it briefly and without uh, uh, going into too much detail or too much research into it, a lot of the Christian religions today uh, took tenets from uh, the uh, Yoruba religion. And it's fascinating to see uh, that uh, those people had a God uh, of their own <laughs> long before the Christians uh, or the uh, Islam came their way. Long before Islam or Christianity came those folks' way over there, they had a God, which, which only makes sense. God God been around here. <laughs> God been around here since day one, y'all. <laughs> since day one, he's been around it and uh, show up in everybody's uh, country. <laughs> By the way, hey, <laughs> hey. So, uh, one of the little uh, things that uh, say that I find so fascinating is uh, I don't know who uh, made the quote, but it says that the thicket of God's wisdom and knowledge is so deep and so broad that the soul, <laughs> the soul. However, much uh, it has come to know of it can always penetrate deeper within it. That's God's wisdom and knowledge. Uh, <laughs> God's been around a long, long time. And uh, no matter how much you come to know of him, whoever you are who think you know uh, uh, all about him, and whatever <laughs> you come to know about your God, <laughs> You can always uh, you can always penetrate uh, deeper within uh, his uh, broad and vast uh, 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 knowledge and wisdom. Yeah, you <laughs> he he's been around a long, long time. So I was just fascinated to read uh, about the Yoruba uh, religion and how uh, a lot of the uh, more uh, Western uh, religions. Uh, took and borrowed uh, tenants from uh, uh, some of those uh, uh, native uh, religions in uh, Africa. That's, that's just fascinating to me that uh, uh, Sierra Leone, that Ebola thing is still running rapid over there. You know, they slowly making progress from what I, I can see, but that thing is still I got some 14,000 people uh, infected with over 6,000 dead from uh, the outbreak of that thing. Yeah, that thing is that thing is still running rapidly. Yeah. The United States, the, <clears throat> the Congress, the Do Nothing Congress, did do one thing. They passed a budget here. Uh, well, the House of Representatives passed a $1.1 trillion budget before they ran out of town for the Christmas break. And left it with the, in the hands of a Senate who's still uh, procrastinating, but looks like uh, they're going to be uh, taking a vote and passing that thing Monday. But uh, one of the things that's in that, and it's not a perfect bill, but one of the things in there, some five 
a billion dollars for uh, uh, fighting and combating uh, Ebola, which is a great, great thing. I don't, you know, just that alone uh, in my mind is probably worth uh, worth worth uh, the passage of this uh, imperfect uh, uh, bill. Just just a five billion dollars for uh, the Ebola uh, cause is uh, a worthy. Uh, a worthy uh, a thing. Another thing, they did some personals of this ain't a brother, by the way, y'all. So they did something for the veterans, and uh, uh, we uh, always uh, appreciate that. But uh, this has been, this 113th Congress has been the do nothingness Congress that uh, that we've, uh, we've got recorded on uh, in our history. This Congress has did less than any Congress in our history. Now, see why John Boehner and the Republicans are so anxious, so anxious to uh, uh, do something before the 114th Congress come in session here in January. Even with a, a, a more Republicans, they are so anxious to, so that history uh, can record something uh, that they did. So history can record at least something that they did in the two years that they've been uh, up there in Washington doing absolutely nothing. Hey, y'all, we, uh, we're only going to be out here an hour this evening. We normally out here from 7 to 9, but this, this evening we're only going to be out here an hour. Uh, we've got a, I suppose we've got a Christmas obligation. <laughs> We we got a Christmas function this evening that we have to attend to, and uh, so we're going to be cutting it off, cutting it off uh, at eight o'clock this evening, y'all. We're going to be back next next week, uh, the twentieth, with a full blown two hour show. We're going to scrap all the Christmas parties from this point on, uh, but this one this evening we've got to uh, we've got to attend it. Uh, well, so we're going to squeeze everything into this hour. Uh, we've got a couple of things on the agenda that we need to get out the way. Uh, one of them being, one of them being the uh, continuing uh, uh, about the uh, massacre of our young folks, the massacre of black people here in the country. By the state, yeah, the police force is part of the state, yeah. The massacre of our young folks by the state. We got tens of thousands of our people out there in the street, y'all, marching, protesting uh, for some justice here in 2014. You think it was the 1950s uh, and 60s, yeah? You think it was the 1950s and 60s? Who would have thought that we still need, there would still be a need in 2014 for uh, that to uh, occur? I mean, we've fought and died in every conflict uh, we've had since the country's inception, and Vietnam and uh, Gulf Wars and Afghanistan, Iraq, we fought and died for the country, and still, and still, we are catching hell trying to assimilate into uh, this society. In 2014, we are still catching holy hell trying to assimilate into the society on an equal basis with everybody else. That's all we want. We don't want nothing nobody else uh, uh, don't already have or nothing we don't deserve, like reparations, by the way, like reparations now. Oh, yeah, we suffered injuries like nobody else. We suffered a bunch of injuries here in this country, yeah, with the separate equal stuff. Hey, no doubt about it. No doubt about it, yeah. This uh, uh, income inequality, the economic uh, divide, it's not, it's not by chance, it's not by happenstance that, uh, uh, that the uh, gulf is so wide, y'all. That gulf is so wide between America's rapidness and the rest of the society is because uh, has a great deal to do with uh, the separate equal laws that states, the state 
I had in place uh, uh, taking away our protections under uh, the law, taking away our 14th Amendment protections uh, that devastated us. So yeah, we we uh, but we don't want uh, anything that's not ours. We want to uh, live and let live, just like everybody else. We want to uh, be part of uh, this American uh, dream. We've been in uh, for 400 years. Huh? We just uh, we're not new to the country. We're not new. We're not immigrants. I'm not an immigrant, y'all, to the United States of America. I'm not an immigrant. My people are not immigrants to the United States of America. We was here when this country was formed. In 1776, my people was here. Now, oh, yeah, we we uh, 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 we strangers to this uh, continent. <laughs> no doubt we was drug out of uh, uh, Africa. But prior to the... Uh, 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 Prior to uh, uh, the formation of this country, prior to 1776, my people was here. My people was right here, y'all. So in terms of being indigenous, we're not immigrants like uh, a lot of the folks here in the country came here after uh, 1776. A lot of European Americans got here late, got here real late. Uh, that one, uh, That's not my story. That is not my story. My great-great-great-grandmother was born right here in Georgia in 1784, right here in the state of Georgia, before Georgia even was a state, before the Constitution was finished uh, uh, being wrote. My people was here. We're indigenous to the formation of the United States of America. That's just a fact. We're not immigrants to this country. Now we we uh, uh we know I know the history I know the history of the country I know the history of my people we're not immigrants not to the United States of America we was here when the country was formed and all the Europeans uh, that formed the country was invaders hey uh, y'all better get it straight they were invaders of this uh, continent the Indians Native uh, American Indians they were it was their country. We came and took that stuff. The Europeans did. We ain't did nothing. We was African. We were uh, uh, taken out of Africa. They said the slaves was take, uh, taken out of Africa. Wasn't no slaves taken out of Africa. People was taken out of Africa and sold into slavery. That's that's my family's history. We, was, we were people before we came when we came out of Africa. We were uh, 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 human beings when uh, we came out of Africa. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, human beings, uh, one of God's children is what we was when we came out of Africa. We were sold into slavery. Yeah. People talking about slaves was taken out of Africa. That's a misnomer. People were taken out of Africa and sold into slavery. People were taken out of Africa and sold into slavery, y'all. <laughs> y'all don't know. Hey, y'all, welcome to the Hustle Black Forum. It's Saturday, December 13th. December 13th, y'all. We, we, uh, passed by, uh, we passed by, uh, Pearl Harbor Day. December 7th was last Sunday. I always, uh, have some emotional, uh, uh, attachments to, uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, it's, has a, it go back a long ways with me, uh, but uh, I equate it to uh, my uh, uh, time in service, my uh, uh, time in Vietnam, and uh, uh, the episode that uh, I experienced uh, when I got wounded in Vietnam. I, in fact, in my first book, The Water Boy, The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron, I entitled a portion of uh, when I was uh, writing about uh, the day that I got wounded, I entailed that part of it, my day of infamy. Well, that came straight from uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt talking about uh, December 7th of 1941. He proclaimed that day to be uh, uh, that they would forever live in infamy uh, that day. And I, uh, my uh, little uh, 
epiphany there uh, on the day that I was wounded. There's one of those days that will forever live in uh, infamy for me. And uh, so December 7th, and I kind of tie those things together. Uh, this year, we got through it. And, uh, we, uh, but anyway, I want to pay tribute to all those who did fight in that uh, World War Two. I've got a lot of friends that, a uh, lot of family members that uh, was in that war, yeah. Got a lot of friends that was in that war, yeah. Even today, we just, I just uh, celebrated uh, one of my friends' 85th birthday. <laughs> 85th birthday, yeah. Yeah, he fought in World War II, went in service in 1942. Went in service in 1942, y'all. Yeah. We fought, we fought in every war, uh, since the Revolutionary War, <laughs> for this country. And we still is having to march in the street for uh, 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 some uh, 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 equal justice, y'all. Yeah. I mean, what? What? I, I don't, you know, racism has a lot to do with it, y'all. Yeah. It's just a fact. We, we wrote a book, our new book, our second book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. Go to my website, com. You can pick up a copy. It's a great, great read. I mean, it's not a uh, uh, any kind of a novel or anything. It's just a collection of documents, essays, and analysis, and historical events that traces uh, racism, separate equal laws, and all that stuff uh, in the country. And what uh, uh, try to tell a story of uh, how it impacted uh, my family. Try to uh, 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 tell a story about how the separate equal laws here in Georgia impacted my family, uh, and it had a profound uh, uh, effect on uh, the uh, economic uh, uh, development of uh, my family and millions of others uh, Americans African descent. Yeah, millions of others Americans African descent was impacted by those. Uh, Jim Crow laws. We we shouldn't have to uh, uh, we shouldn't have to uh, be marching out in the street. Uh, not in twenty fourteen. We shouldn't have to do that. But we we find ourselves here uh, still uh, challenged by uh, racism. Well, things has gotten better, yeah, no doubt. Things has gotten, uh, 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 when I was born in 1945, y'all, racism was so uh, thick and heavy in the air, you get choke, uh, choked on it if you took a breath, yeah. You get choked on it. You could taste it uh, in the air. You could uh, 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 taste it in the air, yeah. I. Things has gotten a lot better uh, since then. When I was born in 1945, uh, a report, The American Dilemma, The uh, Negro Problem, was the title of the pro- uh, of the report done by Dr. Gunnar Murdahl, uh, who was commissioned by the Carnegie uh, Institute, or the Con- Carnegie family. You know the Carnegie is a big, rich family here. They uh, they petitioned this guy, sociologist, to do this study on uh, race relations back then in the 40s. I think that, that thing came out and he released it in 1944, right in the middle of World War II. But he worked on that thing for some six years. Him and a whole slew of other uh, people uh, who was, at the time, uh, concerning themselves with uh, race relations, I mean, a lot of blacks, uh, W.E.B. Du Bois, uh, 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 Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Mays, uh, uh, you know, just a whole slew of uh, uh, historians and sociologists who was uh, uh, studying uh, the plight of uh, black people during that time. He uh, incorporated them into uh, this big, enormous study, taking a look at uh, how 
uh, blacks was impacting uh, uh, the society at that time. He discovered, one of the things he discovered back there in 1940, so he worked on that thing from 1938 to 1944, some six-year study. He discovered that uh, among whites, uh, Americans of European descent, 85% of them, this is 1944, 85% of white Americans had a racial bias against uh, Americans of African descent, 85%. 85% of the country, South and North, this is all inclusive now, this is not just the South, 85% of whites who responded to the survey had a racial bias, yeah. That's when I was born. That's when I was born in 1945. Now, here 2014, now 70 years later, things have changed, things have gotten better, but still, Today, there is upwards of 30 to 35% of Americans of European descent who have a racial bias against Americans of African descent today. That's a big number, though. That's a big, big number, though. That's 70, 80 million people who don't like uh, Americans of African descent because of some racial bias. Some, uh, uh, imagine how that's affecting the, uh, the president who happened to be black who happen to be an American rapper. Imagine how that's impacting. Uh, well, you can see it. You don't have to imagine. You can see it with your own, uh, your own two eyes. It's, it's right in front of us, y'all. Yeah? Okay. It's 80 million people who don't like the president because of his color. That's just a fact. That's just a fact, y'all. I ain't no getting around it. I ain't no uh, whitewashing it. We can't whitewash it. It's too obvious. I mean, you can try to uh, uh, pretend that it don't exist. It does exist throughout the society, throughout the government. Throughout the government. You can uh, see it with your own two eyes. Now, you might want to uh, try to whitewash it and cover it up, but uh, uh-uh. it's having a horrible negative effect on uh, the government and the country at large, how the country is being governed because of this uh, president of African descent and uh, the racism that still exists. A far cry from when I was born in 1945. It's a far cry from that. I mean, I can remember the Ku Klux Klan coming to my house in 1948, dragging my father outside. I lived through all of that, y'all. Gotten better. It's gotten better. I mean, uh, you'd think that it would be a lot better. My brother, my older, one of my older brothers, went in the Marine Corps, went to Korea in 1953. I went to Vietnam in 1965, fighting uh, for this country, almost dying for this country, spending over a year in the Philadelphia Naval Hospital for this country. And yet today, I am still subjected to racism and injustice. Now, that's got to change, huh? That's got to change. And we, the Hushmore Black out here uh, on the Hushmore Black Forum is going to be advocating for that change until the day that uh, he uh, passes on. <laughs> We're going to be right out here on the Hushmore platform advocating for that change until the day that uh, I can no longer uh, breathe. It says here, in a composite nation like ours made up of almost every variety of the human family, there should be, as before the law, no rich, no poor, no high, no low, no black, no white, but one country, one citizenship, equal rights, and a common destiny for all. For all. A government that cannot or does not protect the humblest citizen in his right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness should be reformed or overthrown 
without delay. That was Frederick Douglass, y'all, in 1883. That was Frederick Douglass in 1883, uh, confounded by what he had, uh, what he was experiencing then after the Civil War was over. After the Civil War had been over some 15 years there, he still uh, found himself confronted with the injustices of the separate equal laws uh, some 15 years, a mere 15 years after the 14th Amendment had, uh, 13, 14th, 15th Amendment uh, had set him free uh, and guaranteed him equal rights under the law and made him a citizen. He was confounded by that thing, and damn if 2014, we are still here today uh, searching for searching for uh, the right uh, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what it's all about, y'all. That's what. That's why we're out in the street today. That's why hundreds of thousands of people are up there in Washington and New York and L.A. and Cleveland and searching for the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness without uh, the state uh, uh, taking those rights away. Without the states taking those rights away, without any kind of due process, y'all, they just shooting out, they killing us like uh, uh, they killing more young blacks than they uh, uh, than they kill. Uh, uh, the season for killing blacks is longer than uh, deer season. Yeah, deer season only lasts uh, what two weeks? Somebody said two weeks. The season for killing uh, uh, blacks, damn, it lasts 52 weeks, y'all. It lasts 52 weeks, 365 days see, in this country. And we've got to uh, rail against it. We've got to put a stop to it. Yeah, we got to put a stop to it. That's what we've got to do. Everybody got to uh, pick that cross up. And uh, 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 rail against uh, the injustices that uh, still exist here. Everybody. Uh, hey, uh, we, uh, it's about, uh, wow, we just about got this hour knocked out, y'all. That's when I ran through three breaks, y'all. We, uh, kind of fired up about uh, what's going on here, y'all. This stuff is just crazy. This stuff is just crazy, y'all. We can't, uh, sit idly back and, uh, say nothing or do nothing about uh, Ferguson, about Trayvon Martin, about Eric Garner, about the 12-year-old that just got shot down in Cleveland. I mean, some of this stuff is crazy. The boy up there in Ohio in Walmart got shot down for carrying a, a, a toy gun that he was uh, getting ready to buy. Police rush in and kill him. <laughs> hey, this stuff is, I mean, come on, y'all. And people talking about, oh, uh, uh, the police is out there protecting the, uh, the citizens. Well, what 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 citizens are they protecting? They uh, was not Eric Gunn up there in New York a citizen? And somebody jumped on him and rolled him down like an animal. Got him by the neck like a darn animal for selling cigarettes. Even you know that that in itself is is almost a travesty. I mean that that's almost a travesty there for selling uh, cigarettes. Some and them uh, thieves up there on Wall Street is stealing billions and billions of dollars, and this guy is selling a damn <laughs> a loot a cigarette a cigarette and get killed for it. Come on. Hey, come on, y'all. You don't get the high school started out there. High school, calm down. We trying to we trying to adopt a much more even temperament out here on the air, y'all. <laughs> the high school is trying to adopt a much more uh, uh, tempered. Uh, uh, 
attitude out here in the area. We want to remain calm, collective, and whatever. Sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes that's hard to do when you're looking at uh, what's going on in in your uh, in your world. I mean, yeah. In my outer world, I mean, I'm at peace inside. I mean, thanks to the grace and mercy of uh, my God, I'm, I'm at peace inside. I ain't got no problems uh, with God. I mean, no, heck no. I found God a long time ago. We we got a real tight bond. It's just the the uh, it's just the things that's going on in uh, outside of in my uh, outer reality, if you will. That I get, uh, I'm still having a a problem with. I, uh, that's that's my challenge here. Try to uh, bring that into uh, some kind of uh, a better uh, a better way. That's hard to do. That's hard to do, y'all. When I look out at the, uh, my outer reality and see. Uh, and see things going on uh, that, uh, well, shouldn't be going on. See things going on that uh, bring me back to uh, my childhood. Bring me back to the uh, the 50s, you know? The 50s and 60s when, uh, wow. I didn't, you know, I, you know who would have thunk it that uh, when I started this thing five years ago that, uh, well, yeah, we, we saw it coming though when the president got elected here in uh, 2008. We saw this thing explode. We knew we could just sense uh, that uh, uh, there was a lot of pent up uh, race racial tension uh, uh, in the country, and it came right to the forefront when we elected this uh, American of Afghanistan. It came right to the forefront and it exposed itself. I've been in the closet all along, but it came right out of that closet, y'all, and exposed itself to the world. Uh, you think you just uh, uh, the world can't see what's going on in this country? You think really that the, the world don't see how uh, <laughs> the American society is treating uh, this president? You really think that uh, you you uh, <laughs> the world? can't see uh, that uh, uh, this guy is uh, suffering from a good old case of American racism. You think the rest of the world really can't see that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, y'all. Come on. You should be able to see it. Hey, y'all, uh, we've got... Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. We've got somebody hanging on there. We're going to take a quick break here and uh, be back, back with you and close this thing out. Because, like I said, we're only going to be out here for an hour this evening. We'll, we'll try to see what's going on here. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Y'all hanging there. You got me to hush, bro. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
You're listening to the Hutsmo Black Forum. And now, here's your host, Hutsmo Black. Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Heisman Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. 